Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org. Knock, knock. Who's there? Bell. Um, Bell who doesn't lose his audio. Oh. <laughs> Ouch. <laughs> <laughs> uh, hey, buddy. How's it going? Well, it's a lot better until you just told me what you did. I, it was an accident. It, you, I, I didn't. It was, it was a mistake. You monster. We had such good content. We had like the best. We like established so many new inside jokes in that one episode <laughs> <laughs> that we'll never like. We'll have to like try to maybe work a bit. Two eobards at the same time. Oh my gosh! <laughs> I mean, come on. That was great. That was great. And you and you lost. <sighs> How did you lose that? That was so good. I, I think that's the. It's always the best episode you record that you lose. Yeah, <laughs> that's just like that's like the law of podcasting. But that's all right, man. We're gonna make it up this week. You ready for this? Let's do it. Accelerating your fandom, this is Flash TV Talk. Welcome to Flash TV Talk, a fan podcast dedicated to news, reviews, and more for the hit CW show, The Flash. I'm Bo. And I'm deeply saddened by your irresponsibility. You're not going to let me live this down. We did a cold <laughs> open. We did a cold open addressing it. Seriously? You're going to bring it into the show? It was so good. We had so many references to movies right that came out like in the 90s that most of our audience probably hasn't even seen. But <laughs> There's a lot of that. Yes. Yes, that's true. It was we established <laughs> uh, Cecile's new name as the teacup. Which, <laughs> yes. Yeah. I mean, well, I guess we, we just confirmed what the show told us was her superhero name, which is the teacup. And the teacup is the most powerful metahuman on the earth. <laughs> and we also, oh, man, we we also of, established yeah, yeah. that uh, what we, we know exactly what the uh, the CW showrunners would do with a million dollars. Two E apart at the same time. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. We'll, 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 we're going to... This is a lot. Yeah. This is a lot to talk about, man. Look, this is a big episode. Not all studio execs are obsessed with money. <laughs> <laughs> the kind that would double up on Ian Bartar. It's <laughs> still funny. It's still funny. So good. So good. Oh, it's a tragedy. This is like this is like ten percent. Ten percent. Oh man. And it's not even in context of what we were talking about, but it's still just oh man, just tears. I was trying to, I was trying to figure out if there's a way to tie it into the context of this episode. It, it, it kind of, but not really. And I think there it is, right there. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. all right so so yes uh first of all this is uh, the flash tv talk podcast no it's a tv talk podcast we're doing flash tv talk this week that's right we are uh, right here at the tail end of what has been a pretty epic overall season yeah i mean it's had some lulls here and there but for the most part it started strong it's finishing even stronger uh really loving this uh, arc that we're getting not to tip the bean can here but i'm just uh, i'm very highly positive on a lot of things highly questionable about a lot of things there's a lot of you know, speedster speculation that's going to happen in this one. So uh, that's going to be a lot of fun. This episode, of course, like all the TV Talk podcast episodes, are made possible by our patrons over at patreon.com slash TV Talk. Head over there to help make this show happen. And speaking of happening shows, Belle, you ready for this show to happen? <laughs> Let's jump into The Rundown. The Rundown. Episode 19 of Season 8, Negative Part 2. No, 
<laughs> Part one. <laughs> Let me try that one. What are, 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 you, are, you, are you pretending that we're missing another week of audio? And we're just jumping forward no. in the future. How dare you? Hey, man, look, if we had the right funding for this, you know what I'd do? What's that? Two negatives at the same time. <laughs> Negative part one. Part one. Directed by Jeff Bird and story by Jonathan Butler and Gabriel Garza. Bell, what happened this episode? Well, the Flash reveals his identity to Mina and gives her the moniker Fast Track. Dion kills the imprisoned Thawne and attacks Mina and Flashpoint Thawne alongside the negative force counterparts of Alexa Riviera and Bashir Malik. Iris reappears in 2049 and Joan Williams informs Bart and Nora that Iris's body is flooded with negative tachyons, preventing her from returning to 2022. Nora travels there to inform Team Flash that they realize that the negative forces infected Iris, knowing that she would infect the positive forces. Meanwhile, Mark has Caitlin enter the Consciousness Resurrection Chamber. Cecile realizes that she stole Rosalind Dillon's powers, so Joe brings them to Iron Heights so Cecile can test her powers against Mona Taylor, but she ends up stealing her powers as well. Later, Barry helps Mina share her speed with Flashpoint Thawn, and they fight the negative forces. Negative Dion summons Iris and uses her as a sacrifice from Flash's attacks to resurrect the dead Thawne in the other's body, who then flees. Dun, dun, dun. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. Wow, 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 wow. Lots happening this episode. Lots happening. Lots happening. Let's start. Let's start with teacup. Interesting. Interesting. This is just a lot, a lot. There's a lot of storylines. We're here at the tail end of the season. There's a lot of storylines that need to be tied up in nice little bows and and also maybe even set up for next season. And, um, you know, it's, it's interesting with all of the cosmic speedster time travel force stuff that's going on. Uh, we do get kind of a, a, a little bit of a, a kind of, I guess, a question mark on what is going on with Central City's latest superhero, the teacup. That's right. The teacup. That's what we're calling Cecile. That's what the villain <laughs> called her last week. And until we get another name, we're calling her the teacup. OK, it, is everybody on board with this? It works on multiple levels, too, because, you know, she can now induce vertigo. And so the teacups is the spinny, you know, cup ride at the amusement parks that causes vertigo. Oh. <laughs> so like it, 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 it works. It works on multiple levels. It's brilliant. There you go. It, it's, it's perfect. Is she, Belle, the Martian Manhunter of the mental metas? Because it seems as though she is getting like all of these powers. And, you know, there's there's almost kind of been a uh, MacGuffin nature to her powers, whatever they kind of need to like fix the scenario at the end of the season. Uh, you know, Cecile, plug her into a machine and then her brain can just do a thing. Or, oh, uh, put on a helmet and now she can do the thing. Or, oh, she's feeling this and maybe that means she can transfer the powers. Last week, we got a chance to see her really utilizing her powers in a really cool way. I'm, I'm loving the way the emotional spectrum is kind of seen through her eyes, the way that she can kind of manipulate that. And that's an exciting premise for her character. But then with their kind of adding on the whole she can steal other people's powers. And that was like, oh, I don't know that we need that. Like what, what we just got with her is pretty epic. Like and it is already pretty much a level up. Why is she stealing other people's powers about what's going on with Cecile? I don't know. There's ethical implications there that I thought would have a bigger impact on her. And maybe maybe it will. Uh, I think we have yet to see that. But like, you know, I, I think she her intention was to borrow the power and she ended up stealing it. And so, you know, uh, like that's who we saw at the end of last episode, who we were kind of wondering who that was. But that was um, Golden Top, who was following her. Right. And mm-hmm. so so the, what's interesting, though, is that the stealing aspects, you know, seems to bring up a whole you know, dish of ethical issues that you would think Cecile would have problems with, um, especially if it was unintentional. And, you know, to test her power, she stole another set of powers. And so 
will she be able to grant those powers back? And if she does, will she lose them? Or is this a thing where she can uh, kind of like rogue sort of absorb the powers and keep them permanently? Except for, I guess well, she doesn't have to kill somebody to do that. It, and maybe this is kind of, uh, you know, if I'm, I'm going to cast my memory back a little bit, but is it possible that her power, her meta ability has always been to steal the meta abilities of others? And maybe the baby was supposed to be a mental baby, like uh, have psych, psych powers, but she stole that from the baby uh, early on during the pregnancy and just assumed it was hers ever since. Like, there's almost kind of like a. Like a Siler from Heroes? Yeah, yeah. Or not necessarily. What was, who was the other one that could steal power or copy yeah, You're thinking of uh, Peter Petrelli. P- Peter Petrelli would borrow powers, though. He wouldn't like like straight up take them, take them. Yeah, yeah. But I, I, I guess the difference here is, is that Cecile doesn't need to kill anybody and like look at their brain to steal their powers. Arguably, neither did Siler. But yeah, it is interesting. There was a, they, they, they kind of did some different things with Heroes. But that's another show from a while back. Uh, yeah. I don't know. I, I feel like this is an odd move. Obviously, this is with purpose. Like, there's obviously a reason why we need Cecile taking all of all of these powers, and maybe that's going to kind of tie into uh, the negative forces. Like I said, a lot of times at the end of the season, when the big bads are getting big, badder and badder and bigger, we need Cecile to do a thing, and kind of her powers can kind of be a little bit different in order to fit fit whatever they need to create a fix. And so maybe that's what's going on, but. I don't know. I just really like what they did last last episode, and I, I really hope they don't walk that back, because I really... I was like, that that's really cool. That's an awesome concept. That's visually stunning, and could be really fun to play around with, especially with her being able to be a kind of a, I don't know, a, a, a window into the emotional spectrum. And then if she's just kind of stealing everybody else's powers, and now she's got vertigo, and now she can read people's minds, and now she can do yada, yada, yada. And it's like, I, I, I mean, okay. You know, <laughs> but like... It's it's but, it's but maybe it's, spend some time on the cool thing. Yeah, right. It, it's it's like you know adding too much whipped cream to like you know a piece of pie or something, right? You know, yeah. Whipped cream yeah, is yeah, good yeah. and it accentuates the pie. And so like with her, you know, uh, uh, emotional spectrum powers, it was really neat to see that. And like I want to explore that. But then you start adding, oh, she's got this and she's got this and she's taking this and she's taking this, and you just add up too much whipped cream, and it's like all of a sudden it's like you've just diluted the cool stuff about her powers and the uh, you know implications of what that can mean for future storylines into we need Cecile to do this psychic thing. So she's just going to go find somebody to, to, and take the power and do it. And yeah, right. I, I hope that's not the avenue they're going down. I, I hope this is something where they can, uh, you know, continue to utilize the emotional spectrum side of it and keep doing stuff with that, because that's really interesting. Like you said, it's visually stimulating as well. It's really, really cool. And so let's just, let's, 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 I don't know. Let's maybe play with that. We only got one episode of it. <laughs> I know. <laughs> you know? Right? I'm wondering if all of this could be, you know, we, we speculate, it a long time ago of like well what if Cecile was the new psycho pilot pirate like what if they're doing something with with that or kind of bringing her back to that that space and I don't know maybe that's the case here I, I it's just I don't know I don't know we'll we'll give them time they're clearly doing something and as we saw this episode Bell sometimes when things don't make sense it means that they've got a cool idea they just don't have time to deal with it yet. And it'll all <laughs> either quote unquote make sense or at least all be alluded to during a really epic storyline in the future. Because man, this really has been a pretty epic storyline that we've been getting here. Uh, you know, everything with the time sickness has kind of been leading up to this concept of these negative forces. Uh, you know, Eobard's return, getting him ready to essentially be, I think, and perhaps this is speculation, 
But I think the the new avatar of the negative Speed Force, which is pretty uh, phenomenal if that's the case, you know, I, I feel as though a lot of what they've done with the Force storyline that was, if you will, forced before uh, <laughs> seems to be getting kind of cleaned up a little bit, perhaps in this in this uh, storyline. Um, you know, I, I would love, for example, for Nora to no longer be the avatar for the Speed Force. I would love for Barry to be the avatar of the Speed Force. Or perhaps, and this might very well may be the case, we speculated on this a long time ago, Iris becoming the avatar for the Speed Force. Because dadgummit Bell, Iris is not dead. They did not kill her. <laughs> She's not dead. And you shut your face. <laughs> well, oh, gosh. It's so like, you know, it was like... It was a it was a great plan coming to fruition kind of moment to see that and you're like oh wow like that's that's what he was getting at and that's what he was doing so like you know the negative tachyons in Iris Iris dies turns in or quote dies gets hit by the lightning we'll say that she gets hit by the lightning she turns into green particles those green particles go into Thon those are the negative tachyons maybe that uh, Eobard needed to re- regenerate like it, it everything hit the it, 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 it stuck the landing at the end there. Which was which was which was really great to see. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it, it kind of took. <laughs> it's kind of like you know, you know, you're, you're you're downhill skiing, right? And then like you just you sort of roll like halfway down the run, but you catch your footing, and then you hit that final jump, and you do your like triple backflip and stuff. <laughs> that's 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 sort of what we were looking at with this with this you know time sickness storyline because I, I feel like a lot of that stuff wasn't it wasn't explained at all. Like now, correct me if I'm wrong, but. Did we know there were negative still forces and negative uh, strength force and negative, you know, like, were those ever so, mentioned before? So, no, <laughs> is, the, is the quick answer. But everybody was certainly acting as though this was just common knowledge of this episode. But no, I don't think that was ever really fully explored. But I think it does. A, it makes sense. I, I actually don't. You know, if again, as I've expressed before, not a huge fan of the force plot lines, but we're here. And the force concepts, but we're here. And so since we do have forces, I like the idea of there being negative forces, especially if there's going to be a still force and a negative speed force, the concept, okay, well, then a negative still force there must be. I'm actually down with that. I think that that makes sense. And it it kind of, you know, it potentially sets up a lot of really kind of cool ways in which they could reshuffle the deck a little bit for the way they set up the these various forces and whatnot. All right, so you said they stuck the landing. Of course, ultimately, we're all building up to, and that's where kind of a bit of a question mark is, was the end game here for them to create a new negative speed force? Uh, and if that's the case... Is 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 it Eobard? Is that the is is that what they were trying to do? Is basically get Eobard back in the books, back on the timeline, back into a full resurrection, so that he could become just like Dion, just like all the other forces had their kind of human avatars that that ultimately became the avatar for the forces. Is that what they were after for for to level up Thon? Right. That's that's the big thing. That's the big theme of this season. Right. Barry leveled up. He's been getting faster. Thawne wasn't getting faster. Uh, uh, everybody. Allegra. She's been leveling up. Uh, we see uh, uh, Chester. He's he's all, he's in the field now. He's got he's all techie and everything. He's leveling up. Uh, we see that Cecile. She's now the teacup. <laughs> Central City's most powerful hero. Uh, we've got all of these these characters. They're going through this level up process. Iris has been leveling up to some extent. Like they're all leveling up. 
is the end game here is that our heroes have been leveling up. Now we need to level up our villain. Now we need to take Thawne. He's no longer just the reverse Flash. He is now the avatar of the negative speed force, a, an anti-god, a demon, a, a dark god, if you will. Like he is now far beyond Barry, which means in order for Barry to defeat, to defeat him, Barry would have to take the place and become the new avatar of the speed force. Or as I was saying, and we'll, we'll talk more about this in a minute, there's a potential that Iris could actually end up being that as well. So I'll, I'll put that part to the side. That's what I gather. That's what the negative speed, the negative forces rather were after is to resurrect Eobard as, and put him back into the timeline, which by the way, I predicted last episode, but y'all didn't hear it because I lost it. But just trust me, I called that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, that's, I, that's what I got. But is that what you got, Bill? Yeah. I, just, just from, from Dion's, you know, speech, what he was talking about, it's like they were tired of, of uh, you know, they, they had lost one of them, right? The negative speed force avatar was gone. And so the, the, uh, the, the regular still force and the, uh, the regular other forces, you know, they had a speed force, right? They had a fourth uh, force that, that kind of, you know, made them more powerful, which made the negative forces kind of hide in the shadows. And so, yes, I, I think exa- that was exactly their plan was to resurrect Eobard as the avatar of the negative speed force. And so therefore balance out the scales. Um, however, uh, in, in right now with all the other forces sick with the time sickness or whatever, because they tried to help Iris, um, things are out of whack. Right. And so I, 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 yeah, I, 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 I think again, it's more speculation, but yeah, I think we're going to see a balancing out in the fact that Barry or someone is going to become the avatar of the speed force. Maybe Iris. We'll see. But I, I think you're exactly right. I think that's what they're, I think that's what DM was trying to do. He was trying to balance out the forces, um, by, you know, leveling the playing field by making Eobard the new avatar of the reverse speed force. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I think that does seem to be the case. Um, okay, let's let's talk about Barry being. Uh, well, I was about to say Barry being stupid, but I could just say Barry being Barry. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Barry, buddy, why are you giving Eobard powers, man? That's not what we do. We don't give Eobard powers, especially when the powers are the negative speed force. That's like the opposite <laughs> of what we do, yeah. bud. What what's the actual force, man? I mean, it's one thing if they didn't firmly established that the 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 force that mina was tapping into was indeed tied to uh maybe not directly but tied to the negative speed force and it's like you got eobard this dude who is like you know wants to kill you and yeah sure he's reformed now the 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 time lords or whatever you know brought him back to to do good but the thing that turned him bad in the first place was the negative speed force and so you're you're yes you're sitting there thinking, okay, he's good now. Because like that was his intention, right? That's what he said. It's like, I wanted to be Barry. I want to do this. But his ambition was you know, fed upon by the negative speed force and turned him into the reverse flash. And so you're sitting there saying, okay, so I got this good Eobard, and I'm going to give him the negative speed force, and he's still going to be good because he's got a lightning rod now? I mean, you know, I, I mean, I don't know. Maybe maybe it's a little naive. It, it is slightly different because, yes, there is a lightning rod there for him to, you know, uh, to, to ground him, so to speak. Um, but still... You're giving him access to this negative speed force, and it's probably not the best idea. And obviously, it wasn't. <laughs> it was yeah, a terrible I mean, like, idea. Why did, why did it have to be Eobard? Why couldn't it just be like literally anyone else who was in love? If you want to go based on that that concept, there is one thing. And the other thing is like I don't know. Mina seems like a uh, what's the right word here? Uh, like uh, what's the 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 exception to the rule? Right? Like Mina seems kind of like the. Uh, the variable to some extent here, because 
we've we've never seen negative speed force impact somebody, even somebody who loves some loves people. Like the negative speed force always goes, you know, negatively. So <laughs> it just it was it was a bad bad call. It was a very berry call, which means it was a very bad call. <laughs> yeah, he's just he, you'll far too trusting. Yeah, to oh, quote, oh, to oh, quote oh. Tarkin. Yes, yeah, it's, it's true. It's yeah. true. And the other thing is like, okay, so we got we got Eobond, okay, who was always a false Eobard, okay? Like he was always he was always a, a, a an offshoot from an alternate timeline. He was never, you know, the one he wasn't he was never the prime, okay? So let's just let's just establish that. Eoblon is great. Eoblon is great, and I know he did some amazing things on Legends in a villainous fashion, and then apparently not in a villainous fashion. But regardless, <laughs> he's not the he's not the he's not the Eobard. He's not the prime Eobard. He never was. He was never going to be. This was always kind of a a placeholder. But he did offer up a very interesting situation. This concept of sacrifice, of having like you know Eobard embody. And then the sacrifice, essentially, of Iris's soul, and and these cosmic forces coming together to like break and remake time in their own image, in their own negative image, to resurrect Eobard, the true Eobard, the prime Eobard, the Eo, the HG Eobard, like the the full Tom Cavanagh Eobard, season one baby, fully powered. You know, this is this is some this is some juicy stuff, man. Like if 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 it took the forces to get Eobard Eobard back. Mm. Yeah, I, I, I accept it. You know, yeah. I, I can accept it. If, and, and they're not, they're not calling you know Barry and Iris mom and dad anymore. So that's fine. Uh, well, so I was glad about that. I was just the entire time I was like, don't, don't do it, don't do. It. And I know they're negative versions and everything, but even still, like, don't, don't do it. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. In that 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 birthing scene, as it were. <laughs> oh my gosh, that was horrific. Yeah, yeah. that was incredible. It's so good, so good. Uh, and and the suit the suit is different too. Well, it's the suit from the begin from Armageddon, the yeah. yellow suit from Armageddon. Yeah, yeah. Which I don't. I mean, as I recall, Gustin pulled it off a lot better than Kavanaugh. I, I and I don't know if maybe that's just nostalgia from the original Reverse Flash suit because, like, you know, seeing uh, uh, Flashpoint Thawne in it, um, blonde, yeah, yeah, and then seeing uh, Kavanaugh in the new suit. I don't. Yeah, I mean, I think. I think Barry does pull it off better. Well, and I, I think, I think that if I'm remembering correctly, um, it's very possible. Well, let's just put it this way: it's possible that he'll be going through another, like he'll have another suit too before the end of the next episode. Well, yeah, I mean, we, we've we've talked about some, you know, set we haven't photos. described anything in terms of what it looks like, but I mean, like, well, let's just say that that um, it's not shocking that Tom Cavanaugh is back as a full fledged, you know, Eobard Thawne. Uh, when we when that was revealed to us visually, he was wearing something different. So it's very possible that this is not the final suit he's wearing. Which, by the way, I love. I love it when we go through multiple superhero suits. Yeah, for sure. I mean, uh, Mina's suit was awesome. Like that was, Yo, that was great dude, looking suit. Yes, yes, fantastic. The fast track suit looks like stripped straight out of the papers, man. Straight out of the pages. Yeah, yeah, it looked wonderful. Like I thought that was great. And I, I was I was curious at first if they were going to give her a mask, and they did, and it, and it still worked. Like it worked great. Like it, that was cool. That was cool. That was that was really really good to see. They decided like that she's got the the wings, you know, like yeah, silver wings off to the side. Uh, is is fantastic. Uh, okay, Nora and Bart, man, they return. Like this this episode really did have everything. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, they're they're in the future with Iris. Uh, Nora gets to be kind of a, a messenger going back and forth. I love the fact that. 
Uh, she's like, uh, dad's off world with uncle Jay, but past dad is still looking for yeah. her. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, these kids have so many dads. They're like, well, wait, is that 2022 dad or 2018 dad? Actually, you know what? I think 2039 dad might be around. I, I don't know. <laughs> My 700 dads coming to CW this fall. Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Anyway. Yeah. So we got, we got, uh, we got a lot of, a lot of past dads for the kids, um, but I, you know, we, we do still kind of see them going back and forth, right? Like like making this kind of from the future to the past. Do you think that? And I mean, we'll we'll this will probably play in a little bit more to some of our speculation here. But uh, do you think that we're going to see more of them going forward or less of them going forward? Well, again, yeah, I think it falls heavily on speculation. But like Iris herself said that uh, there's timeline changes going on, and you know, with with her seemingly dying here and being used to rebirth uh the, the avatar you know the negative speed force that could have implications for the kids because up to now the the timeline's been set and they've been fine but now something has changed and so yeah i i it's more speculation at this point but um i think there's going to be repercussions for the kids for sure look man this is definitely a speculation uh a heavy episode or an episode that requires a lot of heavy speculation so let's do it but first let me just go ahead and say it caitlin snow also in this episode all right we'll be right back wait wait oh, I, I guess what, 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 oh, oh yeah I, well i guess we can co- we can cover it speculation we, we got to talk about caitlin and speculation though there's there's definitely some some caitlin's back there Okay, no, you know, let's put pause because I want to give Nor, I want to give uh, uh, Iris the speculation time. So, all right, all right, Bell, all right, all right. So, <laughs> why are you making? You're freezing things, man. You're, you're, you're activating the still force. You're freezing time right now because this is just a classic Caitlyn Snow. Also, in this episode, she did nothing. She did nothing, Bell. She was here. There were, imp- she- there were important things that were said. Okay, so okay. I, 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 I think, you know, and they've been kind of hinting at this, right? Like the, 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 the whatever the CRC, the consciousness resurrection chamber is only going to reanimate <laughs> part of the, of the consciousness that's still in her. And I, I this is this is why I think it's important is because I think we're actually going to get a uh, a, a killer snow in this instance, uh, as I've said before, where the only thing that's going to be left is this, you know, it's not going to be it's not going to be frost. It's going to be this whatever fragment of her consciousness is left is going to be different and it's going to lead to like a, a killer snow kind of thing. And that, that I think that's important. And I think that's, that's, that's cool. And that's going to be neat. Uh, we're going to see something like that. So uh, I just wanted to say that bit because I think, I think that's where that's heading is we're going to see a uh, killer snow kind of thing where whatever she activates um, that's left of uh, frost personality is not going to be good. I, I, I agree. Hashtag killer snow is coming. Uh, Caitlin, Caitlin Snow also in this episode. All right, there we go. We got <laughs> fine. You know what? Chill Blaine also in this episode. Thank you. <laughs> Hi, this is John Wesley Ship, and you're listening to Flash TV Talk. Red and yellow, red and yellow, red and yellow, red and yellow. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. Speedster speculation. 
Okay, but the speculation is this. Did, did I, you know, I can't even bring myself to say it. I'm going to say it. Did Iris die in this, in this episode? Is, is Iris dead? Okay, did they just kill off Iris on the Flash? I don't know. I don't know because, you know, I, I again, I try to I try to stay out of uh, like contract renewal news and, and 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 things like that just because that can definitely lead to spoilers. Um, so I don't know for sure if, uh, you know, Candace Patton has signed on for season nine and in what context. Um, so I don't think that they have killed her. I don't think she's going to be gone. I, I think. It, it seems to make sense to me that if there, if 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 she wants to be in a limited capacity in the show, that making her a Speed Force avatar for Barry would would make sense. So she wouldn't need to be in there, like you know, because she's effectively dead for the rest of the of the cast, uh, and 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 for you know storylines and whatnot. But she can still be there for Barry as that Speed Force avatar in a, in a limited role. And so, like you know, if that's something that she wanted to do, I could see them doing that. And so, I don't think she's dead per se. Uh, because again, like we didn't see a corpse, we saw green lights and we've seen the green lights before on Iris. So I, I, I don't know. I don't think she's dead, dead, but, um, whether or not she will be Iris in the flesh in the future, I, I, I don't know. I don't think so. Okay. So let, let's, all right. So, so two things, two things. Uh, first of all, no, she's not dead. Like, let's just, let's just go ahead and say that. She's not dead. She's not dead. They're not going to kill Iris. There's just no way that she's not dead. Okay. She's not dead. And if I say it long enough, it'll be true. Uh, <laughs> but no, it, <laughs> I, I do see an avenue for her to become the new avatar for the speed force. That was something like I mentioned before, we speculated back with the whole, Force avatars and and we didn't know what was going on with Nora. We thought maybe she was like the negative speed force or something like that that was trying to like trick him or something of that nature. And you know, and then they were like, oh no, she's the mother of the force. And we're like, oh, that's uh, what? <laughs> like, 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 I'm sorry, uh, excuse me. <laughs> right, exactly. It seemed it seemed off. Every like everything about that plot line seemed off. And but you know, while you know she has been his lightning rod, the concept of Iris kind of becoming his lightning is also something kind of cool it's something they could definitely play around with and it would fit with the way that the series has worked especially if uh for whatever reason candace doesn't want to be on the last season and or uh that they can't they can't reach negotiations so here's here's something else about i think this this is you don't you talk about the contract stuff let me tell you what we know so far which is not much uh at this point candace and by the well uh, by the way danielle panabaker uh are both not confirmed or unconfirmed for next season. Now you could argue that that's, they're trying to kind of hold that information back because they're kind of toying around with where these characters are going to go and maybe uh, any kind of deaths that happen or, or potential deaths in the last season uh, are kind of up in the air and, and build suspense. Or as we have seen in this series before, maybe they're writing the characters in such a way that they're expendable so that you're in a better negotiation standpoint from a show standpoint to pay your actors less. Oh God, that's awful. Now I know it's awful. I'm not saying that's what's happening. This is speculation. This is speedster speculation. <laughs> we should this have a studio speculation. speculation. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what they did with all that money? <laughs> <laughs> Nothing good. Well, well two, actually, two bards at the same time. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> think, think, think of all the money, Peter Man. Hey, Peter Man. Turn, what was it? <laughs> turn to Channel Nine. <laughs> it's, it's the Speed <laughs> Force <bars>. exam. <laughs> Speed Force, <laughs> negative Speed Force, Channel Nine. 
Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, um, I did the drywall up there at the uh, Star Labs in Pascahanis. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> well, you know, you know, if they did save money on contracts, that's exactly what they would spend it on. Two Eobards at the same time. <laughs> Got a, got a studio that would double up at your bards on a guy like me. Lars, <laughs> <laughs> no. oh, right. not yeah, every yeah. studio is, is, is obsessed <laughs> with money. <laughs> oh, so good. So good. <laughs> no, it's, not, it's not as funny for the listener, man. They didn't hear the origins of it. Oh, gosh. Oh, yeah. Everybody's listening like, what the Why are they laughing so hard? It's, because then we lost it. Because I lost it. If, if I could sac, if this podcast could be ripped apart right now to bring forth that one, I would. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I was told that there would be a negative speed force, and, <laughs> and I received no speed force, no speed force. <laughs> now there are two oh. EMRs. <laughs> I'm going. I'm oh. going. I'm going to burn down Star Labs. <laughs> Office space, kids, look it up. Uh, all right, all right, actors. Uh, also, Candace fun Patton. fact, I used to live oh, in the gosh. apartment complex where they filmed Office Space. I didn't live in the no, no one way. of the Office Space uh, apartments, yeah, but the apartment complex where they filmed it, I used to live there. They filmed that in Austin? Yeah, it's filmed in Austin. My, my judge is from that. Texas. That's why King of the well, Hill, they, like King of the Hill is, is basically Austin. You know who else is from Texas? Uh, Candace Patton. Candace Patton. That's right. We're getting back on track here. Yeah, Patton, yeah. See that? See that? <laughs> so yeah, we don't know whether or not she's not signed up for next season. She's also not confirmed to not be on next season. Uh, but I do, I do think that there is they're they're setting things up in such a story way that she could become the new Speed Force. That would get rid of the weird Nora thing. I'm sorry. I've always thought that the Nora as the Speed Force was weird. Uh, and then uh, putting Iris kind of in that role, I think is it's interesting. It works for this series. I, I mean, like you know, it's it's very different from the comics. That's okay. This series, by the way, very different from the comics, and that's okay. And so, like, I think I think that could work pretty well as her kind of becoming a new force uh, from that standpoint. Uh, Danielle Panabaker. It's interesting though. I didn't I did not realize until just this moment trying to look into the Candace situation. I didn't realize her contract was up. So it's very possible that uh, she might be gone. At the end of this. Yeah. And, 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 you know, Chillblame was like, we're going to get a new body for this new Caitlin thing. And so if it's a new body, maybe it won't be Daniel Panabaker. Could be Chillblame. Chillblame could be the new Killer Frost, actually. Maybe one of them has to sacrifice themselves. I know they were kind of kind of veering off here. I didn't I didn't want to I didn't want to give Caitlin Snow <laughs> any time and speedster speculation. But, but here we are. Possible. So that's the thing, though. If she becomes one of the new forces, like like then theoretically, uh, a she can kind of be back and forth on the show, uh, and kind of come in for kind of some special special moments and whatnot. Uh, and then the other thing too is she could still exist, and and the the twins could still exist because that's the other factor too is they can't. This is why Iris can't die. They can't kill the kids. They already killed Nora once, young Nora, Nora West Allen. They can't kill her again. Please, please. Uh, and then also we also just just got this like epic Bart and like we need these kids. Yeah, yeah. And so that's yes. Well, that's why I think I need one more episode to see like how they address the kids. Um, and if the kids like fade out of existence, I'm gonna be very sad because you can't you can't kill Nora twice and Bart once and not have my heart collapse in on itself. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I just I don't think that's gonna happen. It'd be cool though if perhaps we got a situation where the kids stay in the present. You know, maybe the idea is that Iris 
uh, I don't know. Maybe, maybe in order to save them, she has to pull them <sighs> into the present. Yeah, but then also kind of is able, you know, in kind of a similar way that um, I don't know. Like, like there's some sort of sacrifice that's being made to uh, to maintain them in the present. I think could be kind of interesting. I don't want to lose Iris like that. She got done dirty. <laughs> yeah. Much much like Dave Ramsey before. David Ramsey before. Uh, of course, people didn't hear that part. But David, Oh, yeah. Dave we had Ramsey this whole thing done. about, yeah, Dave Ramsey getting done dirty by uh, not. <laughs> basically, the, the, the gist of it was the tears that he was shedding were not for his family, but it was actually David Ramsey crying because he will never become the Green Lantern. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So many good bits last week. Oh, and you just ruined it. I know, I know. And this episode is nowhere near as quality as that one was. I feel so bad. I feel so it, bad. It, like the best episode of the season and you and you lose the audio. I'm uh, sorry. He, he lost his audio, mind you. Mine mine is still sitting there in the Dropbox. If you'd like to listen to my exclusive audio <laughs> with no context whatsoever, <laughs> let us know and maybe we'll release it. I don't know. <laughs> you know what? Actually, I tell you what, I'm gonna do that as a Patreon exclusive. I will take Bell's audio, I will cut out all the the the, the negative spots where it's me talking, so it'll just be Bell. <laughs> It'll just it'll be, be Bell TV talk. <laughs> it'll just be me talking to no one with <laughs> answering questions and responding to things that you can't hear. <laughs> you know what? That, that is exactly what I'm doing. So for uh, patrons, uh, for it's, it's, supporting the show, it's a terrible additional content, but it's available to you. <laughs> it's, it's, it's 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 like you know paranoid schizophrenic Bell <laughs> talking to an imaginary Bell <laughs> that no one else might, can hear. I, I might, I, you know what? <laughs> yeah. Anyway, it'll be there. Hey, by the way, thank you so much for supporting this show. Head over to patreon.com slash TV talk if you'd like to continue to do so. Uh, actually, before I do the official sign out, Bell, any, any final thoughts on speculation as to where we're going next week? Just, you know, a really great ap- episode last week. You know, good episode, solid episode this week. It's going to set up something really good for part two next week. Um, so I'm super looking forward to it. There's a lot of, of speculation-y stuff Um that's just sort of up in the air and there's so many things that they could do with it. And I, and I mean, from these last couple episodes, it seems like they're making good choices. So let's just hope that continues. And I'm, I'm really looking forward to next week's episode. And uh, yeah, just, just, I just hope it keeps on going up from here. Yeah, sounds good. Let us know your thoughts. Head over to Twitter at TV Talk FM. You can find all of our contact information and more at TV Talk.fm. Uh, you can email the show as well. That is show at TV Talk.fm. That's going to do it for us for this week, but don't worry, we'll be back in a flash. Ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. 
So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org.